This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to your edition of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. Lots to talk about today, Jody. We've got a lot of basketball action. We've got a lot of football action. You know, the Cardinals with the let's start with basketball because unfortunately, the closer we get to the start of the November 25th start, bad news continues to seem to, to roll in. Malik Williams injured now, Charles Minlin injured. We, we, we're hearing Josh Nickelberry's also banged up. Sam Williamson's also banged up. Jody, we need something good. <laughs> go find that. Go find that black cat. It's somewhere. It's running around the Kieber Center. I, I think they. I, I mean, it's it's just, it really is. Um, I can't imagine it, being Chris Mack with all this. Right. It's it's very unlucky, and, uh, and and the timing of it all is 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 really quite honestly kind of crazy to think about it. When um, I, look, here, here's the deal. Um, you don't want you don't want injuries at all. But man, when when you get two bad injuries you know, within a few days of each other. Now Malik was out and I think all along in in my mind in that, in, in listening to everything, I think the coaches, I think they kind of knew, you know, it was, it was yeah. almost too much like last year and almost too much like everything else, but, but they were trying to, to give it time and see what would happen. And then when you go back in and you, you got to redo things, it's just, that's what stinks for Malik, okay? Because because he he had been hurting for you know for a while. Um, you know, with Charles, it's just one of those weird things that had just happened. And on Thursday, they thought that's what it was, and then you you wait and you let the swelling go down a little bit, and you let it uh, kind of sit for a, for a day, and then you do the MRI uh, over the weekend, and then and then on Monday, um, you know you you've got the bad news that he's going to be out six weeks. Um, you know, I I think Josh. I mean, I guess from what I understand, I, I, I would think Josh would be back, you know, real soon. And, and, and from what I've heard, Sam is will be back before the start of the season and, and is not a guy that uh, that I'm I mean, unless I'm being told something totally different. He's not a guy that I'm, I'm worried about missing an extended amount of time. Uh, it seems like those two injuries are something that uh, that will be um, taken care of here pretty soon. Uh, as far as guys being back on the court, I, 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 Michael, it just it, it's it's unbelievable the bad luck. Um, maybe I, look, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a superstitious kind of guy normally, <laughs> but maybe when this stupid NCAA thing is gone, maybe that maybe the bad luck will go with it because it has just been Something. what a crazy run of bad luck that that they've had. Yeah, I mean, now we're talking Malik Williams gone 12 weeks, uh, Charles Minlin, you know, they're expected six weeks, which puts that in, in mid-December. You know, knock on wood, they both, uh, you know, make strong and, and as quick as recoveries as they both can. And, you know, you recently put up at Cardinal Authority projecting, the, the you know, the starting lineup uh, for Louisville. And it's funny, 
you know, having that discussion with us, you know, with you the last couple of days versus, you know, four weeks ago and how drastically, you know, things can change so quickly. Uh, certainly you need Sam Williamson back. Um, I think if it was anything, you know, to be overly concerned about, we'd probably hear, hear a little bit more out, out about it uh, from the Louisville camp. Uh, you certainly need him in there. You want Josh Nickelberry to be there. I mean, he's a guy that you're expecting to take a little bit step forward from his freshman year, um, just as you are with Samuel Williamson and, and, and David Johnson and, and the like. Um, so this team that was full of potential that needed to change that potential into reality, now it's leaning even more so on the potential as, as you got, obviously, Malik Williams gone, your most experienced player on the roster, and a grad transfer gone for a number of weeks as well. So um, and now you know guys like Dre Davis, who you projected to be in the starting lineup, you know, imagine being him, um, you know, four right. weeks ago, you know, his role is I'm going to see hopefully a little bit of action. I want to try and do what I can to make an impact to where, look, Dre, you need to come in and make an impact. I mean, that's yeah, quite no, a difference. And, and, and I do think, Michael, I, I would have had him. Um, I would have had him on my list. Um, I would have had him starting a week ago. OK, just to be clear, even if Charles Menlin um, you know, was, was not injured or whatever. I think I would have had Trey Dave, Dre Davis in, uh, the, in the starting lineup. He's really played well this, uh, uh, in the preseason. And I think he's, I think he is, uh, a, a fit for the lineup as, as far as what they're going to need, uh, without Malik in there. So, so I would have had him in there anyway. Um, but it would, it sure would have looked a lot different, had Malik, you know what I mean? Like had, had Malik yeah. not been injured, um, you know, it, it puts a lot of pressure on Jalen Withers is what it does. Um, Jalen has a ton of pressure on his back because now he has to be the guy, in my opinion, that carries the load in the middle. I think he can. I don't think he's a post player, but I think he can kind of do it. You know, I know they've been working a lot with Quinn Slazinski to 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 make him um, more effective in the in the post and in that big body and what he can do. Um, I know they've been kind of rushing things with Gabe Widznitzer, you know, a guy that they didn't expect to have to play when they signed him. He's now going to have to play and play a lot of minutes. Um, and, and and I did hear that, you know, uh, Aiden on at one point last week, I was told Aiden had one of the better practices he's ever had since he's been to Louisville. But then the next day was not as good again. It's just the inconsistency. The up and down uh, is is what you can't have. And unfortunately, that's what they're getting, you know, from from Aiden. And uh, look, these guys are all going to have to play. So it's not going to be there's not going to be some secret uh, out there. You're going to see these guys play and you're going to see their deficiencies and you're going to see what they're good at. So uh, it's not going to be like there's a ton of secrets out there. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things going back to, to Jalen Withers, you know, and I liked how he kind of addressed it. The, the, the basketball program is sending these tweets that we've discussed it on the message boards and our, and our last podcast as well as they're counting down toward the season. And each one's kind of a focus, you know, on something that's motivating that specific player. That's the, the feature of that video of the day. And I like Jalen Withers. I mean, the big, the big thing about him was the guy is super athletic, but a lot of times when you're hearing super athletic, you opt, often hear the same, you hear, you hear the word raw uh, follows it. You know, just a guy that can, you know, fly around and do things, but needs to harness and, and kind of come to a better understanding of, of, of what's expected to you in a team environment at this such a high level of college basketball. 
as well as improve his body a little bit physically. Um, that's clearly the reasons why he redshirted last year. You know, and in that video, he's like, OK, you know, people are saying I'm raw. Well, well let's see. Well, now, because of Malik Williams injury, we're certainly going to see that uh, right from the get go. And, you know, and he's one of those guys that, you know, you throw into the potential uh, category, the potential column. Uh, but I think he's one of the ones that's at the top of that column that can really quickly, you know, jump over to the uh, the proven commodity uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, he's got I mean, look, he's got all the all the tools. He's played well. He's been, you know, he it's not like this is a secret. You know, last year uh, they really liked what they saw from him um, as far as the coaching staff, you know, in the year that in the year that he was out. So it's it, like, again, it's not like this is a secret um, that, that he is the guy that's going to be a key for Louisville. Uh, you know, they were picked, you know, they got they, they were 31st in the AP poll. I think they'll be picked, you know, fifth in the in the big in the ACC probably. Uh, I, I think the votes were due. I think the ACC votes were due today, so a lot of people probably yeah. have already voted before you hear the the Charles Midland, um, you know, news. Actually, they might have been they might have been due Friday. I can't I get the men's and the women's mixed up, but so I, I think they'll be picked fifth in the in the ACC. So there's a lot of there's a lot of expectation, and and I think some of that goes to the to the potential of some of the guys still that are unproven. And uh, look, you know what you're going to get in DJ and you know what you're going to get in Carly. They're the two best players on the floor. Samuel Williamson is going to be fine when he is in there. He's going to be the third best player and he is going to improve a ton. And he could be the leading scorer um, if, if, well, no, I, I'm not going to say that because Carly will be the leading scorer. Sam could be the leading scorer in, in games. Uh, you know, he could be that guy that, that puts up 15 points a game um, and is the second leading scorer on the team behind Carly leak and that's so you've got a three-headed monster that uh that is that is going to be good the other guys just have to prove themselves yeah you know and and going back to the acc ballot thing i think you know louisville's got two players that are going to get a number of votes in that in david johnson and carly jones yeah so louisville still has some talent there but certainly when you lose your big man uh in the middle that really you know you know puts up question marks puts up concerns and, and rightfully so you know, so now, you know, when they start this, uh, the, the Wade Houston tip-off classic on November 25th, it's going to be a little bit different of a look once they hit the floor than what uh, a lot of people were expecting. But um, again, you know, knock on wood that, that both of them, you know, Minlin and Williams will both, you know, make recoveries on the, you know, the high end of the, of the spectrum so they can come back as quickly as possible, you know, well, with and, full health as well. Yeah, and Michael, to, to to wrap up this conversation, and we'll get into a more of a preview here uh, soon. But uh, you know, that's that's the biggest thing with with this. That's the biggest thing with this team is there's not a, not a lot of time. So it, you you hate yeah. it for this this group to be the one that goes through all of this injury news and all of this. Well, this guy needs to do this and this guy needs to do that because. It's practice and it's limited practice. They can't get in the gym and it, 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 they're not they're not allowed to. College athletes are not allowed to be college athletes like they want to be uh, and like they have been for years and years and years because of the COVID restrictions and everything. So that's going to make it tough for Louisville. It's going to make it tough for everybody. But when you have injuries, make it even tougher for that. Hey, real quick, the uh, uh, the tip off luncheon will be a virtual tip off luncheon on Friday at noon. Uh, they did announce it today. We told you about it here recently. Luke Hancock um, will be like the, the the moderator or host. 
and they'll talk with Chris Mack, Malik Williams, and Carleek Jones. Vince Tyree will also talk. So men's tip-off lunch is presented by Clark and Riggs Printing noon on Friday. Don't forget Chris Mack on Thursday night on the ACC Network will be doing his uh, ACC preview. They'll be doing an ACC preview with all the coaches and Coach Mack's time on Thursday. I've got it here as I fumble through my papers. It is Chris Mack at, well, I take that back. Is it Wednesday? No, it's Thursday from 7 to 9, and I believe he is going – I believe the order is is that he goes third or fourth. So I would I would believe it's in the seven o'clock hour on uh, on Thursday night. They'll do something on Wednesday and Thursday for both the men and the women on the ACC network. So we've got that going on. Um, a uh, lot a lot a lot of things going on uh, in basketball. Let's get let's before we get to football, let's throw recruiting out there for you. Um, I, as I put this morning in the recruiting scoop, I expect all four of the uh, of the commitments. Uh, I just got off the phone with Eric Vonderheiden a few minutes ago, um, and and he's going to sign on Wednesday. Uh, Pettiford, Bobby Pettiford, Ellis definitely are. I've I've been back and forth with Mike James. I know he is. I just don't know for sure that it's going to be Wednesday. I know he's going to sign this week, but with COVID, it's a lot of different things. Kids want to try to have their friends around, and they. They can at times. So those four will sign this week, and I expect Louisville will be able to post those uh, and, and Chris Mack talk about them this week. Uh, but nothing about Roosevelt Wheeler until next Monday is what we're told. We're told he will he will make a decision on Monday of next week. There, are, It's Louisville and NC State. There are six crystal balls in for Louisville, and I would expect that there will be more crystal balls uh, as the week goes on uh, moving forward as uh, – uh, it sounds like he's definitely going to go uh, and that Louisville's going to pick up their final piece to the puzzle. It would put them at number 11 in the class rankings coming out of signing day. So a lot going on this week in recruiting. Yep. And, and look forward to national sign today, you know, regardless of the of the COVID pandemic or not, and how that's changed things, you know, typically uh, you know, a lot of times we'd be at a couple of the commitment signing events, uh, for these guys, but as you mentioned, you know those guys can't even have all of their friends around this year. Uh, but it's still it's an exciting day, and we're going to have plenty of coverage uh, at Cardinal Authority. We'll have a, a preview as well. Uh, so still, you know, plenty to come uh, for National Signing Day here at CardinalAuthority.com. But Jody, uh, let's do transition well, over no, now. Listen, to football. Got, okay, go do, ahead. We got to do women's basketball real quick. I got to throw women's okay, basketball yep. in there. Um, that Ozzy Fudd is the number one player in the country. I don't expect her to pick Louisville, but they're still in the mix. So we'll continue to monitor that. But Louisville will sign Peyton Verhost. And uh, she's a guard from Kansas and South Dakota post player Sydney uh, Schneitman. Uh, I have to ask her how to say it because I'm actually going to talk to her this evening. She's the multi-sport star, the volleyball and basketball star. They'll sign them this week. I have uh, those two this week. I have put up my uh, preview or my uh, projected starting lineup. And I did not have Haley Van Liff in it. And today she gets named to the Nancy Lieberman Award watch list as the nation's top point guard without playing a game. I'm telling you, <laughs> she's got a lot of uh, uh, a lot of people love her game before she even plays a game at Louisville. I don't expect her to start. I do expect her to play a ton and I expect him to play a lot of guards. But I think he will play uh, a two of the biggest players on his team and uh, Liz Dixon. Uh, and Olivia Cochran, Louisville ranked number four in the ESPN preseason poll today. It's the highest preseason ranking tied for the highest preseason ranking that I could ever find for U of L women. So uh, excited about that. We won't get to see them until that. 
November 29th, I believe is what it is. They have two games before we get to see them uh, uh, at home at the KFC Yum Center. Uh, but I'm excited for that. Now we can go into football here, Michael. And Scott Satterfield saying that they tested Friday and Sunday and no positive test. That is a huge step in the right direction. They're back on schedule. Yeah. You know, obviously there was a lot of concerns that, uh, you know, when you have a a pause and you've got some players testing positive. And after we heard that a lot of it was, you know, there there was training room uh, folks involved. There was equipment room folks involved, support staff type of guys that also had tested positive and had to go into quarantine. And, and those are people that have hands on. So when you when you, you learn it's both, you know, in that area and you got players that increased, uh, you know, you had concerns whether this game was going to, you know, how, or how quickly they'd be able to return to practice, first of all, and whether the game against Virginia that was rescheduled to this weekend, uh, the 14th at 3.30 on the ACC Network, uh, would happen. So, uh, as you mentioned, tested Friday, all the players uh, were negative. We tested again yesterday, all the players, everybody, uh, all the coaches and everybody uh, tested negative. So while there still are some guys in quarantine, the team did return to practice last night. Uh, said, you know, Scott Satterfield said today during his press conference, which you can watch at CardinalAuthority.com right now, uh, that, you know, that people were excited to be back to work, as you can imagine. Because, you know, Jody, that's got to be strange, um, you know, to be a football player, a coach, anybody associated with the day-to-day, preparing for games, whatever the case may be, where you're just going, 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 and all of a sudden – Everybody stop, go to your room, stay there, and we'll let you know when we hear something. You know, yeah, that, that's got to be really weird. Yeah, trust me, I've, I've, been, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, yeah. been, I've been through things like that. And, uh, you know, not only have I had the virus and not only have I been in there, but, but um, you know, my daughter's been in quarantine since then, but, you know, from her yeah. school. And we've been through things is, uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of it's it is kind of weird. And I, I would think that the guys would be. A little apprehensive is not the right apprehensive is not the right word, but I would think the guys are a little um, anxious maybe to get out there, but yet they're also kind of very, um, very maybe taking it easy and relaxing and making sure relax is not the right word either, but making sure that they they're doing the right things. You know, I think they're probably yeah. a little nervous. I mean, some of their teammates. <laughs> have the virus, you know, and, and, and think about those defensive linemen when, when, what was it, was it seven or eight or whatever the number was of your teammates who you sit by who you're in the same room with that came down with the virus, but you didn't, you know, and you think about why is my luck, this and that. I mean, look, you think of so many different things, but the, the key factor is that they controlled it. They managed the situation and they didn't have any other positives and I'm quite honestly, I'm shocked. Um, I know the fact is that they had very little um, player, you know, player involvement as far as after the first weekend. So last week was more of staff than anything. I understand mm-hmm. that. But I think why, why I say I'm shocked, Michael, is because of what you said. Those equipment room guys and training room guys they literally, for lack of a better way of saying this, they have their hands on everything and their hands involved in everything the way that they're supposed to. That's their job. And, yeah. uh, you know, they hand out equipment. They hand out, uh, you know, they, they, the training room guys are taking care of guys and, and ankles and taping and all that. It, it's amazing to me that they were able to catch 
this before it could spread a ton more. And I, again, give Matt Summers and his staff in the training room a ton of credit for being able to do that because I really thought when I heard the news on Wednesday night and everybody was being positive and everybody was talking about it, but I really thought, okay, we're probably not going to have a Virginia game now. And if we do, it would be in late December and it would be freezing and, and, and nobody would want, would want to be playing that game at that time, but they did a good job. And here we are same preview as last week, Michael, yeah. I can just recycle. <laughs> I don't think the top five players to watch has uh, has changed. I didn't get to publish my series history or uh, my, my by the numbers watch at Louisville and Virginia. So I actually didn't do that work for nothing last week. I actually did it for everybody and we'll post it up this week. You know, and there, it's still, there are some things to, to watch regarding the, the COVID-19 concerns. And they, like I mentioned, there are guys that are still in quarantine, you know, just because of, you know, the previous week, um, you know, there's that, that two week gap where you've got to sit in quarantine and, and, and then get tested. So, uh, as Scott Satterfield pointed out, even when they come out of quarantine, that'll mean they've missed basically two weeks of work. They've basically been sitting idle, uh, for the most part and have not been participating in practices, obviously, you know, so that's going to change, you know, your, your mental and physical approach to being ready for a game. Um, right. we've already seen some players do it around the country. Uh, and come back and make impacts. Um, but, you know, everybody's different in how quickly they respond. Like, you, you know, there could be some mental block. Yeah, there's ACC protocol, too. I mean, you can't just – so, I mean, if even if uh, – I, I just I, – I don't know. I don't know what the timetable is for any of them. But if Michael McCammon was in quarantine for the Virginia Tech game and we want to get him back because he is a really good tackler – um, you, you, if you're, if you're out of quarantine on Thursday or Friday of this week, that doesn't mean you can play. You've got to go through the protocol as far as back to play protocol and that, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was with his team the other night, but could yeah. not play. So Louisville is from way I took Scott Satterfield's press conference, Louisville knows that those guys that did not play against Virginia tech are not going to play this week against Virginia. So that includes Monty Montgomery. That includes, um, you know, Tiberius Peterson. That includes Ryan Harwell. The guys that didn't play, I, that's the way I took it, and that's the way I think it probably is. Um, I, I think that's the bottom line of it. They won't be back because they're not going to have to have practice. Now, that just means some other guys have to step up. We don't know who else was positive last week. I know there's a couple other uh, I think there was was there one other player maybe and maybe a couple other quarantines. So there's going to yeah. be a couple other guys that are missing and, and and they'll just have to move some things around. But, hey, Michael, it's 2020. And trust me, everybody in that in that uh, in that locker room was skeptical of how many games they could play. And this yeah. week um, will mark another game. And then there will be three games left in the season and they will be very close to completing an entire season. And, and I don't think anybody thought we would do that. So. Yeah, hey, you know, and really with all these discussions, you know, with this this COVID pandemic, you basically like that we've been saying, like the coaches have been saying, like everybody's been saying, it's a day to day thing. While they may have tested, you know, great on Friday, may have tested great on on, on Sunday, they're going to continue to test what up to four times again this week. You know, so who knows, you know, what may come of it. But yeah, you know, and I think they were blessed as well, lucky, however you want to call it, that the game they had to postpone when it finally hit them, they had a, an open week, the same week as their opponent. And they were able to easily adjust that. So if they're able to get back on and they do play Virginia this week, um, you know, then I think Louisville's been, you know, quite lucky even with this pause that they've recently had. 
no doubt about it. So we're all quite lucky because uh, we get to be around and uh, cover the ups and the downs. And there's a lot of them and there's going to be a lot of ups moving forward. Look, it's there's some injuries right now in basketball and uh, and, and we've had a weird season in football. Uh, but the future is bright in both of them. And, and we're happy to be around. Uh, and each week we'll bring you this podcast. Again, we'll start to do some women's basketball uh, more in the podcast uh, over the course of, uh, of, of this season because there is a lot of interest in it. Uh, we will do a podcast. Uh, we hadn't even talked about this, Michael, but I think we'll do a preseason podcast for men's and women's basketball at some point sure. between, yep. with, before, between now and November 25th. And uh, we will have a lot on signing day this week. So busy week at CardinalAuthority.com. Keep clicking at CardinalAuthority.com and we will keep you updated on all the latest Louisville sports news. For Michael McCampman, I'm Jody Demling. This has been a, our weekly edition of the CardsCast. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.